Yo, what's up? What's going on, man? YK Wrestling. We are back, man. My guy TC feeling a little bit under the weather, but he's still with us today. I had to bring us in. What's going on, bro? Man, uh, I got sick. Like, I threw up probably like five minutes before we went on. So, like, I got to get my energy back. So, it's going to be a little, little, little low energy uh, to start off with, but I'm good. Did you eat something bad or something? Man, uh, I had to have been what it was, man. Cause I, you know, when you throw up and like you could taste the food that you yes. ate earlier. Yes. It was just like I had, I had like some like carne asada fries earlier. In oh time. yeah, yeah, that's what did it. <laughs> that's what did it. All that too. Like oh. I tasted all of it. Yeah, but I mean, my headache going. I had a headache too, like the whole day. I threw up. Like, headache going away. Like I feel a little, little better. Like. I tried, like, I got some food. I was able to eat the food now. I, I couldn't eat the food before I threw up. So, yeah, I'm good, though, man. That's good. That's good, bro. Living life, man. Loving this, uh, loving this, uh, this weather, man. Man, we had some good weather today, bro. I feel it. I feel like the cold is coming. It's almost like officially hoodie wait. season, bro. I can't wait to like wear a hoodie every single day. Like I mean, I, I've been wearing a hoodie every day. Just like I'm thirsty, so like I like wearing hoodies. Yeah, I'm really just thirsty to wear a hoodie. So like the moment it was below ninety, I threw a hoodie on. Yeah, but you know how Vegas weather is. They tease you like it'd be, it'd be like. It'd be 60 in the morning and like in the afternoon it'd be like 89. But like no clouds and the sun just beaming. Like Yeah, that don't make no sense. Yeah, like like I think that's why everybody in Vegas gets sick. Cause we wake up in the morning, you go to work. If you like me, you outside most of the day. So it's cold in the morning, then it get hot at night, and then like you get home and you just be a mess. Nah, it was like two years ago. Uh <laughs> I did this short film. And uh, we started filming. It was, we, we filmed in like October, and, then, and we started filming around like four thirty. Didn't get done till like ten, but like we was outside doing the scene, and so like the whole time it's just like gradually just getting colder. I was like, man, this shit is really the desert. Like it get super cold and it be super hot in the same day, bro. I don't know. It's always, even like when I was a kid, it used to be like that. Like, we wake up for school in the morning, it'd be cold, you go in there. And when I went to high school, my school was like mostly all inside. Only time you really go outside is for like PE. So, like, when you do go to PE, when we did go to PE, it'd be so hot outside, bro. You'd be like, what happened to the day? So, nah, it's, it's different, man. Uh, it's a weird climate. I don't know how much longer I got left here, man. Uh, Still haven't like people tell me like, oh, you get used to it. Like I, I've been here going on like three years now. I haven't got used to it yet. You've been here your whole life. I don't think you. <laughs> I know. Like no, the people it's lie like, all the time. There's this heat. I can never get used to this heat, bro. Um, the cold, like like I said, I don't mind being cold, like because it ain't real cold neither. Plus bro. winter, winter got better clothes anyway. It do, man. Like in the summer, you got. Like in the summer, you just gotta do what you can to just be comfortable. Like, yeah. like in winter got better because like some you be sweating, you be all that. Like, bro, winter. Like, At least in the winter, you get cold. Like, you just yeah. throw something else on, like right over it. Like, you be straight. 
like you'd be like damn near naked and still be hot as fuck in the summertime. I swear to God. But let's get into it, bro. What we got? Man, uh first off, I just want to say welcome back to the WWE John Morrison. Yes, sir. Johnny uh he got so many damn names. John Morrison, Johnny Mundo, Johnny Nitro. What's happening? Johnny Impact. <laughs> he is the real Johnny Wrestling in my eyes. What? He's the real Johnny <laughs> Wrestling. Hold on. I, I would like to see him go to NXT and actually like confront Johnny Gargano at some point in time. Like I'm the real Johnny Wrestling. Like that's something you could actually like be able to do. Like the matches would be fired. I want to, it's so but I hope that would be a reason why they get it to a match over a name. <laughs> I mean, I'm the real Johnny Wrestling. I am. It's wrestling. I mean, people have fought over sillier stuff than that. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, two guys had a ladder match over like custody of somebody's son, like at yeah. one point in time. So, I mean, <laughs> a name. People it's fight over movie. names all the time, too. Like, I remember they go to court over it. You know, now that I think about it, like Eddie Guerrero got into a lot of feuds over some petty stuff, man. <laughs> like, like, you remember he first came back to WWE and he was feuding with RVD over the Frog Splash. He was. It was like 2002. He was feuding over the Frog Splash, like he feuding over custody of Rey Mysterio's kid. I remember well, Eddie, Eddie's whole character is pretty petty. It was, yeah, he was, he was super petty. <laughs> Eddie was like this a petty guy in general. Like, you remember, you remember, like, when him and Tajiri was the tag champs? Yeah. And then, like, in the match, they lost the titles. Like, I forget who they lost to. But, like, Tajiri got slammed on Eddie's lowrider. And so, like, Eddie's looking so concerned, but he was concerned about the car. <laughs> <laughs> And he got so bad at Tajiri and just whooped Tajiri ass for like messing his car up on accident. Uh, yeah, he yes. was super petty. R.I.P. Eddie Guerrero. Rest in peace, man. Man, but uh, John Morrison back in WWE. Like, what what other dream matches would you like to see from John Morrison? Uh, John Morrison, uh, Adam Cole, John Morrison, um, John Morrison, Johnny and Tyler Breeze. Johnny Johnny Gargano. Ooh. First That'd time I fire. seen Tyler Breeze, first thing I thought was like, man, he got John Morrison at like some point in the future. And now it's like a legit possibility. And I'm excited for it. Yep. Uh I always mind to see him fight Ricochet. Again, they had some good matches in Lucha Underground. So like on a bigger stage that like people Matt Riddle. appreciate. Matt Riddle. I don't think Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle is like really one of my favorite wrestlers right now. Uh, Alistair Black. What? Hold on, where is Alistair Black? Last time I seen Alistair Black, <clears throat> I want to say it was like two weeks ago on SmackDown. Two weeks ago? Okay. It had it been two weeks ago? I don't think it was longer than that. Well, what? What? Are they I don't, who do fight? Sami Zayn, I believe. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. I think so. There's a lot of people. Cedric, uh, I want to see the rest of Cedric. Drew Gulak, I, I would love that. Uh, who else, man? What? I mean, we might be throwing out some pipe dreams here, but 
I wouldn't. I also wouldn't mind seeing him going back and teaming up with the Miz again. Yes, that, that was one of my favorite tag teams. I remember they had like the little web show on WWE.com. Like they were really entertaining. It's all back, back when WWE was just taking all their uh, talent shows. Man, remember Zack Ryder's show? It was like a uh, like Long Island Story or something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like Zack Ryder really did a lot to put himself on, and like I don't know why he not appreciated. Yeah, people don't realize he he's been in WWE over ten years now, and that's crazy. Like he he won a championship at WrestleMania this year. I don't think people remember <laughs> this year. This year, him and Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> oh, Kurt so Hawkins. did. Kurt Hawkins held a championship in 2019 in WWE. That's crazy. Yeah, I forgot. Well, they tag team, right? Raw? Yeah, Raw? Raw tag team titles. They beat. Who they beat? The Revival? I think it was a Revival. Yeah, it was a Revival. At WrestleMania. Okay, so did. And they held the titles for like two months. <laughs> they held the damn championships for like two months. That's crazy to me. Now I'm looking at this. Where are the Usos? Uh, last thing I heard about somebody them, hurt. One one of them got a DUI. Yeah, like, I want to say one of them did get a DUI, and then like they didn't get accepted into Canada because like they couldn't, because you know Canada don't you know Canada real particular about the people they allow in their country, and so they couldn't make it to Canada for uh, for SummerSlam, and they haven't been seen since Naomi neither. I don't know what's going on with them. Maybe they should be back soon. Hopefully. I don't think they hurt. I think it's time off, you know. Everybody can use some time off. I'm just I'm just looking down the roster right now. I'm just looking, seeing a few. Yo, why is why is uh what's his name? Primo. Why why, why is he still signed to WWE? What does he do? Primo and Epico are still yeah. there and it's like it blows what, my mind. What do they do? But like from from my understanding. WWE has a working relationship with like the league down in Puerto Rico that like so, uh, Carlos Colon runs and like Carlitos there and like both of them are there. They're <laughs> actually like both prominently featured in that promotion. Like think of Triple H in WWE. That's how like Primo Epic. So they just down there tearing stuff up but getting paid by WWE. Well, they have a working relationship, so they go there, do their thing. WWE ever needs them to come up, so um, I don't really know the details of it further than that. But just that's just from my understanding, something I read like probably a couple weeks ago. Okay, oh, I'm looking at the the Ascension. Why are they still signed? I was watching crazy thing. Got all about them. Crazy thing is, I was watching like this old NXT yesterday, and like this is before they had the whatever gimmick they have now. But like Rick Victor. Yeah, like yeah, I don't, I don't know. What? Well, well, I'm just looking at a couple. Like, why are they still here? Uh, all right, mostly everybody else I'm looking at now is like, okay, okay, it makes sense. Oh, David Otonga, he's commentary. Yeah, everybody else make. Other than pre-shows, what does David Otonga do? <clears throat> I mean, tell me you just. Keep him on a roster just for pre-show appearances, and then just he remember must be his, on a legal team or something. Remember, remember, his name was Punk, and uh, I love New York. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
that's that's why I'm, I'm took him serious seriously as a wrestler. <laughs> like maybe for other people that that don't like associate with like, our culture and our reality shows, they probably they probably was a little bit easier to kind of accept him. But like every time I thought like this motherfucker was on I Love New York. Yeah, that, it's it's still to this day I think of that. I'm like, what? Every single time, man. Like, I kind of feel like they they kept him because of his wife too. Let's be real. Jennifer Hudson, she was a big deal at one point. He was on NXT, and I swear, like the next year at WrestleMania, Jennifer Hudson was singing like America the Beautiful. And I said the same thing <laughs> this year too. I found out. I found out like last probably like November or December. That uh that Titus O'Neil and Yolanda Adams was dating. What? And I was like, <laughs> huh? I was like, one. That's really random. But like, where did they even beat? Like, <laughs> that's random. But like, I, I Titus be all over the place. So I see at some point in time they may have linked up. Oh, wait, are they are they not dating anymore? Uh, I believe they are still dating. But I haven't. I don't keep up on it, so I'm not sure. But like, once I found that out, I was like, I was like, Yolanda Adams is gonna sing "America the Beautiful" at WrestleMania. <laughs> Lo and behold, she was announced to sing "America the Beautiful." At WrestleMania. Well, we, well, we, well, we can't disrespect WWE. Can they keep them some sisters singing that "America the Beautiful" at WrestleMania? They There's, keep them some sisters. I, I can't remember the last time a white person or a person of other ethnicity at all, besides black, sung "America the Beautiful" at WrestleMania. And they always, they had like, we're going to write it down. I'm going to go find it. I know there's a page out there somewhere. You got to be. That shows like everybody who sung America the Beautiful at WrestleMania. And I'm going to find it right now. I feel like Aretha Franklin did it twice. And Aretha Franklin was the only one to sing America the Beautiful twice. Who sung it twice? Uh, Aretha Franklin. Hey. At WrestleMania 3 in Detroit, and then 20 years later, at WrestleMania 23 in Detroit. Okay. So we're going we gonna to run it down. Who sung America the Beautiful? Random names out here. Uh, Ashanti. Uh, Fantasia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Boys to Men. Hey. Uh, Ray Charles. Okay, okay. Uh, like I said, Aretha Franklin did it twice. Uh, Carrie Hilson might be one of the most random names on the uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Gladys Knight, not too random uh, for for 1988. Not random at all. Uh, John Legend, not, not too surprising at all. Uh, Little Richard. That's kind of surprising. Uh, Willie Nelson is the only white person <sighs> to sing America the Beautiful at WrestleMania. But shout out to WWE. Or if you want to count Fifth Harmony as well. Nah. But don't they have a black girl in their group? I believe so. Um, and Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child because they couldn't afford Beyonce that year. So. So they 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 keep they keep some uh they keep some black women in uh singing this America the Beautiful uh yeah, they, the, they got they got somebody running they Chloe and Hallie shout out to them they sung it last year yo they dope they are man they are super dope 
They are, man. But uh, let's 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 get into this. You know, we, we got off the rails yeah. a little bit. Let's get into these uh, recaps. Man, these recaps, Raw, uh, SmackDown, and uh, we got two weeks of NXT because we didn't we didn't actually review the uh, the first uh, live NXT show. So uh, let's let's jump on that real quick, man. What did you think of the show? And uh, what what was your favorite moments from that uh, from that first show? The first show, it was honestly amazing. I, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Matt Riddle, Matt Riddle, Killian Gain, Dane, whatever his name is. Yo, fireworks! I, I could see them fight all day. That street fight was was amazing. And then when you take it into the back, and then so like, I know we're gonna touch on this week, but like. <laughs> They fought in the street fight two weeks in a row. So, like, which one did you think kind of resonated more? The one that actually had a finish or the one from last week? Uh, I don't know. The one from last week kind of just hit different. Like, this week was good because, you know, it, it's actually for, like, a reason. But, like, last week when they, like, when you take it to the back and, like, everybody just – Fighting and, and the whole roster getting yeah. like, like, like I don't know. It, it just kind of hit different for me, and that would have been more fire if it was on the USA Network, though. Yeah, it would have been. I think like, like if you had like your full audience, a uh, uh, new people you drawn in, you just see like, oh, this, this is going crazy. Like I'm gonna keep watching it. Right. But, then you had Roderick Strong winning the uh, North American Championship. Prophecy is complete. It, like, took, it took a very long time. Like it was, it was some bumps in the road for undisputed era earlier this year. I thought they was gonna break up, hoping they didn't. Uh, <coughs> I remember like the first like two months, undisputed era, like everybody lost like every match for like probably like the first two months. I know Adam Cole lost the North American title um, last year, and then you know it's just like we're gonna do a little better going forward from twenty nineteen. And then they just start off 2019 just losing just everything. But, uh, then, like, came back. didn't Roderick and, like, uh, Adam Cole get into it for a little bit? Yeah, they was getting into it for a few weeks. Like, Roderick Strong took off the, the, the little armband for Undisputed Era. Yeah. Threw it at him. Threw it at Adam Cole. And they was getting into it backstage. And uh, who, who, who did it? I can't remember who Roderick Strong laid out. I won't say it was Matt Riddle. Uh, in the parking lot, he just kind of showed his loyalty, and they kind of been clicking as a unit ever since. And uh, now they got all the championships, man. So it's a good thing to see. Yeah, sure. Me too. I think I think they are like the best faction in wrestling right now. Uh, without question. Yeah, without question, I think they're the best faction. I mean, not like it's too many, but. I'm I'm just talking about all of wrestling in general. Like any any company, Attitude Era is the top right now. Undisputed Era. <laughs> Attitude Era. It's Young that King. muscle memory, man. Like you just Young, Young Kings boxing. Era. Young Kings boxing. <laughs> what I said in person. Uh, Young Kings boxing. <laughs> Young Kings boxing. Yeah. Attitude Era. Yeah. Undisputed Era. Amazing. Uh, it's, it's good to see Leo Rush back as well. Yes, like, sir. I'm happy he's actually wrestling. I'm tired of all that GM small guy stuff. And I, 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 and I like the I like the little you know uni he had with Bobby Lashley, but 
you know, when he was with Lashley, it was just like he was a hype man, he was a little guy, he was just like get gets thrown around. Like, yeah. like, remember the first time you seen Davari wrestle? It was odd. Yeah. But at least at least with Leo Rush, we 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 seen Leo seen Rush before wrestle before exactly and i didn't want it to be like that where it's just like oh snap he can wrestle like like a lot of people don't realize drake maverick can wrestle yeah like a lot of people don't realize that so to see leo russ come back and i've been saying put that cruiserweight tie on him for a long time and but, even uh, with drake maverick like i don't know if you watch uh it was probably like um, two months or so on 205 live and uh he fought Mike Canellis in like a it was like a street fight or yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. match or something. And and Drake was just on the defense most of the match. It was like, man, this dude can actually wrestle. Wrestle. Even right. though, you know, he lost to a baby before. Um <laughs> but <laughs> yo, yo, shout out to Matt Hardy. His his, his, his kids are just like, I don't know. They just his they kids just, are adorable, man. Yeah, like you can just watch them all day. Oh like you can just watch them all day. Like I, I would love to see like, like Maxwell and like Wolfgang and then like Jeff Hardy's daughter be like the new team extreme in like fifteen years. That would be some cool shit to see. That that that's some tough shoes to fill though. It is, man. You gonna that's some tough shoes to fill. The thing, like, I, besides Charlie. And I don't think she really counts because she a woman, because it's not much of a, a bigger, you know, sample size to go off of compared to men. But like, besides Charlie, I don't think I can name any wrestler of a uh, of a legend who was really able to live up to their fathers. Like, you know, I mean, I mean, uh, Dustin and Cody probably. Uh. Besides, besides them three, <laughs> you are hundred percent right. I don't know. Do we count uh, Natty? I mean, even though Jim wasn't like the biggest wrestler, but you know, she 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 got to some some height. And I can't count Natty either because like it's just her last name in general. Like she a heart, so like. Those opportunities was always there. She got trained by Stu Hart, just like everybody else in the family. So when you okay. get trained by Stu Hart, like you have no choice but to succeed. You are gonna be really good regardless. Yeah, uh, but even with, even with Matt's Matt's kids, that you know, like yeah, they have a wrestling, like an actual wrestling ring inside of their home. Yeah, they got. Pretty sure they're gonna grow up with that. So if they if they become trash wrestlers, it's gonna be a problem. And they don't really gotta do much, like. Yeah, if they choose to wrestle, I hope so. They just take you know, take take Uncle Jeff and and, and Pops is like whole gimmick, and just apply that to themselves. Like, yeah. you don't gotta do much. Right? You probably you know inspired by them. You probably won't wrestle the same way as they did. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure they have have a, have a different style. You same, I mean? uh, less drugs, hopefully. Please, but, um. You know, just a little, little safer stuff. Oh, he fumbled too. Dang, Eagles came back 14, 13. And Uh-oh. Aaron Rodgers just fumbled. Uh oh. Okay. Yeah, you hear everything on this podcast sports okay. updates and everything. Aaron What's Rodgers. The ESPN. Na-na-na, na-na-na. Aaron Rodgers just fumbled update. <laughs> hey, 
Hey, so uh, I, I was watching like this video of first take <laughs> earlier today. And it was talking about, uh, they had a segment on, on Calvin Johnson about how Calvin Johnson, like say he smoked after every game in his whole career. So you know Stephen A. Smith, you know, like Stephen A. Smith is like the gatekeeper for weed for some reason nowadays. They off the weed. <laughs> like they had a conversation about it, and then like the next segment, uh, they asked like who who's more valuable as a player between Patrick Mahomes and LeBron James. And so like the whole time, like I guess I guess Stephen A. You know was gonna say LeBron. So, you know, Max had to save Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Stephen A. Smith the whole time was just like acting like he was high. <laughs> yeah, like it was it was some shit I never thought I'd see on ESPN, where it's like Stephen A. acting like he's high. And you had like Max and Rosalind was just like, oh, getting hungry over there, Stephen? You, you getting munchy? <laughs> I was like, Nick, on ESPN, they talking about this shit? Side note, I just thought that was funny. Uh, man, but for the first two weeks of uh, NXT, where do, where do you see them going? Uh, you know, we got a big, a real, real big uh, stacked, stacked takeover level card for this upcoming Wednesday. I, f- uh, I felt that. I felt that one coming. It's kind of run down the lineup. Uh, Adam Cole is going to defend his NXT title against Matt Riddle. Uh, bro, 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 boom. Hey, Matt Riddle, uh, I, the match with Killian Dane, like we was talking on, talk, touching on that earlier. Uh, I, I got to go watch both of them back to back. I think like all the chaos from the first one kind of. Overshadowed? Yeah, overshadowed just how good the second match was. So I'm going I'm to run both of those back. Uh, after this podcast, man. But uh, Candice LeRae is going to challenge Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's title. Uh, I don't know what it is with Candice LeRae. Uh, I think it's just like she hasn't really been around. Uh, yeah. And when she was, she was Johnny, just Johnny Gargano's Johnny Gargano wife. wife. Yeah. Like, so she she just really just came along now. So I'll kind of be disappointed uh, to see her beat Shayna for the title. Uh you know, I think I think it's gonna be a sweep this this week. I think all champions stay. Oh my bad, you got we got one more. Yeah, we got one more. <laughs> uh, uh, Red Dragon, Undisputed Era, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish uh, putting the NXT title, NXT tag team titles on the line against the Street Profits. And this is crazy to think about. Street Profits have been on uh, main WWE television for like two months now, but nobody has seen them wrestle. And so this will probably be the first time a lot of guys will see the Street Profits face face off in competition. And so, uh, I mean, I hope I'm never actually see Street Profits wrestle. You're in for a surprise. I, I I actually hope casual fans are watching NXT. You know what I mean? Like because I, I I've been saying this. I feel like Wednesday nights are like wrestling fans' nights. So I hope casual fans actually like tune into the NXT and see what's really you know going on because. You know, you're gonna catch some good matches. It's it's not to me. It's not as much as you know the main roster as as you would see. NXT is more based on wrestling, and if you love wrestling, you will love this show. And uh, but 
yeah, like I said, I think all the champions keep their gold. And uh, the only non-title matchup announced for next week, uh, Johnny Gargano uh, will be making his uh, live NXT debut against Shane Thorne. Um, I think we're going to know Shane Johnny Gargano is like, you know, the heart and soul of NXT. He's probably NXT's best wrestler ever. And, you know. Ooh, you're going to say best wrestler ever? I mean. I feel it. You ain't going to argue it for me. but Objectively. We got yeah, to run down that list. This this is from somebody who's not a Johnny Gargano. Exactly. Man. We got to run down that list because we remember Seth Rollins. We had Roman Reigns. But Seth wasn't there, but like for what? Seth, Seth was there for what, like a year and a half? But he was still the champion. He's the first NXT champion. I mean, he was the first time. champion, but like so you got you got to put him in there. Name name a Seth Rollins match from NXT. That's just I don't I don't know. I didn't I would watch Seth Rollins back then. You had to go on the WWE Network to check that out, which is not ninety nine or one. But you know, so you but got like, Sami Zayn, Shinsuke Nakamura, like. And, I mean, and, and, I, and, and I'm a Johnny Gargano fan. Like I, I did a I did a podcast uh, last year, and um. <laughs> Because I'm not a Johnny Gargano fan, my vote, my my vote and, and one other person's vote, I can't recall, our votes were the reason why Johnny Gargano was not number one on the list because we didn't vote him for number one. Who did y'all put him over? Uh, over him. Man, if I remember where I saved my list at, I would tell you right now. Okay. But uh, I, I know for sure I had uh, Finn Balor over him. Um, I might have had Oscar over him, okay. possibly Bailey. But uh, this this was last year. This is before, yeah, 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 before all this, before yeah. the North American and before yeah, yeah, the yeah. you know NXT title. So okay, okay, uh, yeah, you're right. If we were to do the list now, I I I couldn't deny it. Like I, I just yeah. This would be fair. I can I cannot deny it. <laughs> Johnny Gargano is probably NXT's best ever. Like he's a goat of NXT. Like he put on all the matches. Uh, the first five star match in WWE in how many years? It was, it was six over six years, I believe. Versus yep. Andrade, and then had another five star match a couple months later. He's just putting on classic. Was that against Champa? Uh yeah, uh, in New Orleans, uh, unsanctioned match, and then uh, even the matches with Champa he had after that were just still really great as well. Um, I, me personally, I thought the match at Chicago in 2018 was better than the one in New Orleans. That's just me. Um, was, was that the last man standing match? Uh, that was the last man standing match. Yeah. When uh. But- which made Tampa Johnny had the handcuffs, you know, he got handcuffed. <laughs> and, uh, Yo, like when he stood up, I, I couldn't do nothing but laugh. I couldn't do nothing but laugh. So I'm like, that is, that was perfect. Like that's perfect timing. Everything about that was perfect. I'm going to have to run that back. Like I got a list of wrestling matches I want to watch. I haven't like, I think since WWE updated, I don't pay attention to it now. Uh-huh. Cause I, you never know when the network is not gonna work, and you don't want to be dealing with it. So I just be like, nah, I ain't gonna watch it. But I haven't had many issues with it lately, so I, I might have to, I might have to go see what's going on. But uh, man, what other, what other matches we had, man? Uh, 
Keith Lee and, and, and Dominic Dodgett Cohen. No. The first two matches they had were good. This match, though, was yeah, like, something last else. night. Something else, yo. Like, this was, this was a cruiserweight match, but with, like, <laughs> guys that are, like, like 300 pounds. 300 pounds. Yeah. Like, he was getting a, a Canadian destroyer off the, like, middle rope. Like, Keith Lee hit, like, a little springboard, something, something on the outside of the ring. Uh, Dijak hit a little moonsault. Keith Lee hit a moonsault. Entertaining, yo. Very entertaining, man. Um, Keith Lee ended up getting the win. Um, he, I want to see, you know, you said you you would like to see Matt Riddle and Killian Dane fight a lot. I can watch Keith Lee and Dijak fight all the time. Fight forever. We, that's what we need a segment. That's a new segment. Fight forever. The fight forever segment. What does that entail, Malik? Uh, just great matches. Two people you can see fight for a very long time. Like, Andrade uh, and Mysterio. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano. Uh, I'm tired of them fighting. I don't want to see them fight for Matt, the rest Matt, of the year. Matt Riddle, Killian Gain. It's uh, I don't know. It's something about Matt Riddle. I think Aries is like seeing him on like actually be like in the UFC and like really kill stuff in the UFC. Matt Riddle and Drew Gulag, man, let them fight again. Yeah, I want to see that. Matt Riddle and Roger Strong had a great match at uh, one of those takeovers. Not too long ago. I can't remember what. Yeah. I want to say it was Takeover 25. Like Matt Matt Riddle is, I think, is next up, like star level, star level wise. Oh, because he, he's so likable. Uh and I don't know, it's just he kind of reminds me of RVD. Of like I why. <laughs> It's, it's like it's just his matches are amazing. I've been, I've been watching him since the Indies, and I'm like, the first thing that caught me is like this dude wrestled with like with no shoes on, with no boots on. So I'm like, all right, that's weird. But hey, he put on good matches. And then I seen he was in the UFC, and like you know he really can like really sleep somebody. So I'm like, like he he can legit fight. Like he got a great personality. Yeah, uh, and, and like his character is not the. I'm an MMA fighter, and I used to like actually beat people up. It's just like, hey, what's up, bro? Because because all the all the former MMA fighters you got in the company right now, all of them have that same thing. Like, yeah, like I'm a fighter. I beat you up. Different from it. Like I, mean, I think, I mean, Ronda Rousey is is kind of self-explanatory. Yeah, I mean, Ronda Rousey's Ronda Rousey. So. Yeah, Ronda's Ronda. Like yeah, Brock, yeah. Brock Lesnar is Brock. Brock, Lesnar, you know, Brock yeah. had been in WWE before. Yeah, that was his, his character before he even came, right? But, like, he came back and he was kind of on that, like, you know, I just came from the UFC, like, I'm I'm that dude, now I'm, I'm back, like, so, but he, even with Brock, it wasn't just in your face, like, I'm a former MMA fighter. Right. Like, you got girls like Sonya Deville and then, you know, even Shayna and then, uh, you know, the other two with Shayna from the four horsewomen, like, they're all kind of lumped into that box, like, yeah, MMA like, fire, uh, like, oh, what man. else do they got? Yeah. I've seen a picture earlier, now we, we were talking about Matt Riddle, uh, I've seen a picture earlier that Matt Riddle and uh, John Jones were uh, state wrestling champions in high school. Mm. Uh, Matt Riddle actually placed above John Jones. 
uh, first place, John Jones was third. So it's kind of interesting. If you don't know who John Jones is, a uh, UFC light heavyweight champion. Uh, I don't know if he still got the belt now. Uh, I lost track. He, you know. Yeah, he got it. He got it. Get suspended and the belt get vacated like every year because you know can't stay off uh, whatever it is he be on. Yeah, I mean he be, he been pretty good lately, so yeah, he still got it for now. For now, <laughs> you never know. Like I said, man, it's every year, and it's always, like, around Christmas. So, we got a couple months left. We're going to see. <laughs> we will see. We're going to see, man. Uh, Raw and SmackDown, bro. Uh, it was kind of bittersweet for me. We go, Let's touch on SmackDown first, man. Uh, a little bittersweet for me, man. It's the last episode of SmackDown that's ever going to be on cable. And I was just yeah. like, damn. There's ever oh there's like straight cable TV on cable like it's going straight to network television. That's cool. Like, That's good. Like, more homes than it's ever hit ever in, in life. Not everybody had UPN. Not everybody had CW or or my network TV. Like mostly everybody has Fox. I mean I right I didn't I didn't have cable but I had them channels. <laughs> Yeah, apparently so I, those weren't cable channels like everywhere. So it's crazy, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy they they taking SmackDown there. Even because like I don't know what it is about SmackDown. SmackDown always like stayed in my heart a little different than Raw, just because of that fact right there. Like I I didn't really have a chance to really watch Raw growing up, besides like the Attitude Era, but I was like four when that ended. So. Like, I don't remember too much. So, like, my first real memories are watching mostly SmackDown with John Cena, Eddie Guerrero, Brock Lesnar. Uh, they had Big Show at the time. ABL, you know what I'm saying? All those. Rey Mysterio. All those guys. So, it's like Smack SmackDown always, like, held in my heart a little different. Now to see that it's going on Fox, yo, this is going to be amazing. I can't wait to watch. Only thing is, I mean, it's on Friday night, but still, I'm happy. We're going we gonna to get to see it. Friday Night SmackDown's back. Not going to lie. I kind of hope. I wish. I, re, I, I really wish they would bring Paul Heyman in. Let, let him do some do some stuff. But. I would have loved to see Heyman on SmackDown and just have Bischoff on Raw. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be real with you. Like, SmackDown is now the, the A show. Like, Raw isn't the A show no more. And, like, my whole life, Raw has been, like, the one that just – was catered to like the you had the WWE title was on Raw, you had John Cena, you had Edge and Randy Orton, you had Triple H, Shawn Michaels, like all those guys was on the same show competing for the title. While on SmackDown, like you had Great Khali who was a champion. So like I remember that era. <laughs> like, uh, it was like they never really, I mean, <laughs> like, you know, no disrespect to Great Khali, but you not those guys I named before. No. So like it's kind of hard to really, you know, get invested in a show when, like, your best guy is undertaking a Batista. Yeah, those, those what, 2000, 2005? 2006, 07. What's that? Like, I, thought he, I thought Batista won in 05. He won in 05, and he got traded over to SmackDown. Yeah, uh, yeah. Later that year. Yeah. But, like, he was – I always, like, think of – he was always the mainstay in the, in the world title picture during like the late two thousands. Right, because he he beat uh 
you know, Triple H at that time. You know, John Cena was at was on Raw. Uh, was Randy on Raw? No, Randy was on uh, SmackDown. Randy was on Raw with Edge. Yeah, yeah. Rated RKO. Oh yeah, that 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 that's right. When I got cable, <laughs> that's when I started watching SmackDown so much. Rated RKO was a thing, uh, like late. Late 2006, uh, early 07, uh, rated RKO. <laughs> just this off of my memory, uh, rated RKO beat the for the tag DX? titles. For the tag uh, titles, they beat Roddy Murdoch, Piper, Trevor and Murdoch, and Rick Flair. <laughs> they beat Rick Flair and Roddy Piper for the tag titles. <laughs> Remember that? Rick Flair, Roddy Piper. <laughs> what? I, I, Why did they have the titles back then? That was just like just off off of my memory. Like I just remember that shit. <laughs> like, right. like, like Roddy Piper and Rick Flair with tag champs in like 2006. Show sure was. That shit was hella odd. Uh they they had rated RKOs there and they <sighs> ended up losing the tag titles to who I don't remember. And uh Edge ended up going to SmackDown. Uh, he beat Mr. Kennedy for the Money in the Bank. And the SmackDown and beat Undertaker for the World Title. Mr. Kennedy. And then he had, he was like with Vicky Guerrero and all that. Yeah, so. Uh, but Randy Orton was on Raw the whole time. I remember, no, I remember Randy Orton first got there when he was on SmackDown. And uh, he had. Evolution. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's before he joined Evolution. Yeah, yeah. When he had like that little like funny haircut and all that. His haircut was so trash back in like 02. Yeah, I remember that. Great times, yo. Great times. Man, now that uh, SmackDown is uh, going to network TV, SmackDown is the 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 go to show. It's the flagship show. Uh, like, out of the 20 years, what was your favorite moment in SmackDown history, just off the top of the head? Off the top of my head, my favorite memory? I don't know. The one that always comes to my mind is when Brock and Big Show broke the ring. That's exactly what I was thinking. Another one come to mind when Rey Mysterio first came and he jumped off the cage, and like yeah, that was epic. Because like I think with me, I wasn't a WCW guy. I uh-huh. never watched WCW really, so I didn't really understand the magnitude of who Rey Mysterio was. Yeah, I didn't realize who he was. Like, he had a debut match like earlier in the night. Cool, but then this dude show up in the cage match. Uh, who was it? Edge and Kurt Angle. I yeah, want to say. Yeah. When he popped out the floor, that was that was that shit was hard. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that now, man. Knees is all shot. Oh no, no. My my favorite memory of WWE uh of SmackDown is when my favorite wrestler, Jeff Hardy, won the championship with at Armageddon 2008, and he came out and celebrated. Um, it, it was just one of those moments where, like, I almost cried because I'm like, yo, this is my favorite wrestler. This has been my favorite wrestler since I was a little kid. Like, I literally hit a flip off the bed one time. I almost broke my neck because of him. Uh, and, like, when he came on and celebrated, I thought that shit, I thought that was super dope. So, yeah, I think that might be my favorite. But, like, wrestling-wise, I have to say the other two moments were, were pretty dope. I think just off the top of the brain, I, it ain't necessarily my favorite, but I thought it was, like, probably one of the, one of the more – it's memorable, but it's also not memorable because I feel like it's not talked about, probably for good reason. Um, JBL's Border Patrol. 
I enjoyed the hell out of that segment when I was little. Because, like, I think the whole time I was watching it, I was like, damn, they really did this on television, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, God, like, W. Hey, hey, WWE in, like, the mid-2000s was wild. Really, like, racist towards Mexicans, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, <the> Mexicans. <laughs> For sure, Mexicans are super crazy. Mexico is the most racist fucking gimmick I've oh ever seen. God. They came out riding lawnmowers. <laughs> they, were, they was riding lawnmowers and they was called Juan Deers. Hey, <laughs> oh. <laughs> do you remember? You remember on SmackDown they had the oh. Junior Division? <laughs> For oh my, okay, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. Hey, all right. So like the most ridiculous SmackDown moments. Yeah, like the Juniors Division. That was in like late 05. Like 2005 for me, like WWE is kind of a blur. I wasn't really in tune. There was a lot of shit going on in my life at the time, mm. my family's life. So wrestling wasn't, we weren't able to really watch wrestling as much. No, I, but like, I, I would try to catch it. At least stop me from watching wrestling for a long time. I had to like sneak in and watch wrestling. I never had to sneak, but it was just like, it was just so much going on. We really weren't, we didn't have like the resources to really be able to keep up with it as much. So like, I mean, like, I remember turning my TV on one day and I seen like a bunch of midgets. <laughs> it was like, what in particular? And they like super porky. Like, <laughs> Bro, is that when Hornswoggle? No. I feel like Hornswoggle, like. But I, I remember Hornswoggle had a ladder match one time. Oh, the WLC. <laughs> that shit. It was against the the WLC. Who was the little the little the little Mexican wrestler in the little bull costume with like the, the matador? El, El Torito. El Torito. <laughs> <laughs> they had a match at uh, at TLC called WLC. <laughs> yeah, El Torito. But hold on, here's a few moments we can't forget about SmackDown, which I just looked at now. That this is crazy to me. Oh, uh, Stone Cold and Booker T fighting in the grocery store. That did happen on SmackDown. Um, Actually, that, that whole episode, like, I, I want to say it was like two weeks where like Stone Cold was just chasing Booker T on SmackDown. It was like Booker <laughs> T was like at the bingo hall, and then he was in the like the church confessionals. For real, he was just flying everywhere, and then, like. I think the, the funniest one was, uh, I, I don't remember if it was the same episode or not, but like Vince McMahon and Booker T are in the skybox in the arena watching the show. And then like, it was like a, a fire, like they said it was like a fire code violation. It's Fireman come up and Stone Cold dressed up like fire. <laughs> and like Booker T got away. <laughs> I think that's what like, he just like was at the church confessionals at Bingo. And I can't yeah. remember whether like the, the the grocery store was that week or it was the next week or not, but the episode was hilarious. Uh, my bad, man. Continue on. No, no, you good. Uh, we had remember John Cena introducing himself, smacking Kurt. Did he? No. Aggression. Yeah, yeah. And then you had Stone Cold. He destroyed the DX Express. Um, what else we had? Didn't Crash Holly introduce when he was going to be the twenty? Like he was going to finish. Hardcore championship twenty four seven on SmackDown too. Possibly, and like I know, I know they had a lot of his moments on there. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of a lot of great moments. Eddie Guerrero after he won, 
coming to SmackDown. Just here's another here's another really like underrated moment. Uh, it's actually two two moments uh, involving Brock Lesnar, and uh, okay. for for all the people that was surprised at like Brock Lesnar dancing with the briefcase earlier this year. Oh. Right? <laughs> <laughs> if you see, I already know where you going. If you see in these two segments, <laughs> you know that Brock Lesnar got a really like, really great comedic timing for for a really like isolated, introverted loner. Um, one, he he came out one night on SmackDown in like 2004, uh, dressed as uh, I don't think he was dressed as, but he came out uh, acting like Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> And like everybody thought Stone Cold was there, <laughs> but it's actually Brock Lesnar. Um, and a month or two before that, <laughs> Brock Lesnar has a has a, a celebration for himself as a WWE champion, uh, a celebration for Eddie Guerrero as well. <laughs> and Brock Lesnar comes out in a sombrero. The New York Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> and he had he had probably the most racist line in SmackDown history, which is <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. Damn it, Eddie! These men, uh, in reference to the mariachi band, these men swam a hell of a long way to get here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what the no? No. Hey, run it back if you ain't seen it, or if you don't, if you haven't seen it in a long time, run that back, man. It's probably one of my favorite. I got a lot of favorite Brock Lesnar moments in in like those two years that he was on SmackDown. It wasn't even, he wasn't even on SmackDown for two years. Yeah, Dang, so many. he calls all that. Is that's crazy? Like him, him beating the shit out of Zach Gowan. Like Zach, the one leg, <laughs> murdering Zach Gowan in front of his mother. <laughs> beat the shit out. That of is crazy. <laughs> like the next week, pushes <laughs> about the wheelchair downstairs. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, Brock Lesnar is the goat. I forgot. I forgot. Vince had had a thing on SmackDown for a while when he was with Sable, Brock's wife. Oh man! <laughs> but we can't forget. We can't forget Rano. Uh, Sparing Chris Jericho. Jericho through the through the stage. Yes. Yeah, that that was like what oh oh one during the yeah. invasion angle. Yeah, I think two thousand one. That was interesting, man. Um, even even like Rhino recently, like him and Heath Slater, like their shenanigans they had going on. Oh, uh, was it two thousand sixteen? Like when SmackDown first went live, which I think I. Let me touch on the SmackDown Live era for a little bit, man, because okay. that was – I never, outside of, like, when I was a teenager, I, I hadn't enjoyed SmackDown in so long. Mm-hmm. So, like, when they first went live, it was just like a breath of fresh air. Like, SmackDown is on live now. This is unusual. And it was dope. And you had a whole bunch of people that weren't getting opportunities before Cause you had to you had to build new stores, so you have like Heath Slater and Rhino, just uh the first ever tag team champions on SmackDown. And it was it was different and it was it was new. It was a breath of fresh air. 
Like, same thing with Becky Lynch when she was crowned as SmackDown Women's Champion. Like, it's a breath of fresh air. Um, you remember, like, in 2016 when SmackDown, like, first had the draft and you had, like, Spirit Squad would show up for, like, a couple weeks just randomly. And, like, I want to say the Highlanders were on the episode. No, not the Highlanders. The Headbangers, Mosh and Thrasher. You on mute, bro. I'm sorry. I thought I did. Wait, did they hear me screaming at OJ? Uh, no, I ain't hear you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, the headbangers. Like that was that was completely random. Um, hmm, what else? Like they they was there and they just left. Yeah, and no, it was, no. It what was I, there for like three weeks and it was gone. What I, what I was literally just thinking of is a topic we're gonna talk about later. It was like uh, a moment you was there live at an event. And I just realized what moment I was actually there to see happen live, which I'm going to talk about later. And I think it's, like, super dope. What was that moment? Let's talk about it right now. Okay. Uh, happened on SmackDown? No, it didn't happen on SmackDown. It was actually on Raw. It was crazy because, like, I guess Raw wasn't live this, like, the next week. Like, it had two, literally two episodes of Raw in one night. And, um, First episode, as it's going off of air, well, before it went off air, CM Punk did his pipe bomb. And I got to see that live. And it was in Vegas. Yeah, I, Vegas. me and my pops, we really got to see that live. And I didn't know what type of impact it really would have had at the time. And like, they for real cut off his mic and he's like screaming at the camera. But it's like, it really felt good to be like, yo. I was literally there. That's something that's gonna go down in like wrestling history. On top of uh I went down in wrestling history. That's, that's be, the crazy part. Before before uh I was about to say that, I was gonna say Dean Dean Ambrose cashing in that money in the bank. That just cause like I don't know why. I also was in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh oh I seen a hell in a cell at Vegas in Vegas. Uh I think it was No Way Out. I mean not Hell in a Cell, Elimination Chamber. Uh, well, I think year, right. No, no, the year before that it was like I was a little kid. I think Jeff Hardy was in it. Undertaker was. Oh in yeah, it. yeah. But I think the pipe bomb is like probably the most important thing I've ever seen live. Um, not a lot of interesting shit has happened. Uh, when I was in the building, <laughs> uh, ever probably the most interesting thing that I've seen. Um, I think I think I'm gonna go with uh Kevin Owens uh, beating the shit out of Vince McMahon in like 2017. Okay, I think I was there. That was probably that's probably the the most interesting thing that happened. Yeah, um, I'm hoping for uh, <laughs> I'm hoping for something really really interesting to happen. Uh, on wait, you weren't you weren't there for the best friends when he smashed Jericho? I was not there, bro. Oh, I, I I was thinking about that earlier uh, <clears throat> earlier this week, and I was like, because because that episode of Raw was shortly after I moved here, so like, I didn't really like have much expendable income to really like. I, I was waiting yeah. for like my PTO check, and like, I was still waiting for like my financial aid check from school. So like, I spent a lot of my money getting here, and like you know. 
right, right. My, you know, apartment and situation, you know, handled. So like, I probably could have found a real cheap ticket for that show, but like, I had no idea that Raw was gonna be in Vegas that night until like two days before, and I was like, man, I can't find no cheap ticket right now. I don't <laughs> really want to stress it. Like, let me let me finish getting established here. And yeah. I was really disappointed when I was watching it on TV that night. I was like, damn. Yeah, I think I, I think that's the one me and Asia went to, like Asia the first wrestling event. She enjoyed it. Yeah, I think so. I, yeah, it was pretty good. I think Dean Ambrose Money in the Bank. I was there by my I was literally there by myself. Like Asia bought me that for my birthday, but she only bought one ticket. So <laughs> it was just me. Uh but that that pipe mom, yo, that was that was something different. And like I really didn't understand what he was talking about at the time. But you know, as I got older, it was like I be telling my dad, like, yo, dad, we was really there. Like we was really there. Another thing, we was both there. Uh speaking of Dean Ambrose, John Moxley debuting at AEW. I think yes, like sir. that's another one. I, I forgot I've like, been to another wrestling event outside of WWE. Me too. <laughs> 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 but like I think that was the one I was really like when it was happening. I was like, "Damn, I caught it!" Yeah, like I'm. I, I'm. I posted something about it like two days before. I was like, "Man, would you don't want to see him show up?" Like, even I was telling you the whole weekend. I was like, "Man, he gonna show up." Yeah. And then just next thing I know, I was like, "There he is. That's him." I told you. Because towards the end, it was like we all just sitting there and like. So commotion goes on across the arena, and we like, I'm like, oh shoot! I was like, I know this man they show up because you know everybody been waiting for CM Punk to show up, and like at this point I'm kind of done. I don't know what CM Punk will ever do. I feel like he's gonna go back to WWE. I feel like the, next, the writing is on the years. wall for CM Punk to eventually be back in WWE. I think if you would ask so? me, this, I think if you would have asked me this like a year ago. <laughs> I would have been like, hell no, he never. But like, I think it's inevitable, especially you see so many people just going back to WWE, like over the last few years, guys you thought would never be there. I'm talking about guys that had had bigger issues than what Punk had. Uh-huh. Like Jeff Jarrett, for instance, got fired on live television. Man. <laughs> 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 and Jeff Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett got fired on live TV because he did some disrespectful stuff. Did he like yeah. like make Mints pay him like a million dollars, or or if he didn't pay him, he was gonna like take the title to WCW, something that mattered. But yeah, Vince like Vince bought WCW and fired Jeff Jarrett on live television <laughs> the same night. I ain't allowed to fire him too. If you, bro, you know how disrespectful that is. Like, either you pay me what I want, or I'm gonna take your title to W to Monday Night Nitro. And you know how big the Monday Night Wars was. Like, everybody know how crazy that time was. So if he would have did that, that would have like really like hit him with an uppercut. That's like Paige sex tape with the NXT title. Like, can you imagine if she did that run of time? Freaking WCW was still around. Speaking of WCW, speaking of the Monday Night Raw, the Wars. Yeah, uh, let's touch on that, man. Like I seen something on, on Twitter uh, yesterday. Uh, I don't remember the basis of the conversation or how it started, but somebody said, "Like, what if 
what if we had like Twitter during the Monday Night Wars? Like, who would be wilding the most? Like, I think, I think like me and a few other guys, we unanimously decided like Scott Steiner would be the one. <laughs> like, if Scott Steiner had a Twitter 20 years ago, God. <laughs> Like he would be frying, he'd be frying dudes the fuck up. Like Triple H, like would have had it. He would have had all the smoke for Triple H. Yes, he had all the smoke for for Shawn Michaels. Like I think like Kevin Nash and Scott Hall would have would have threw some jokes at their buddies. But like, man, bro, that would have that. Honestly, I feel like if social media was around, I, I feel like I'm not gonna lie. I think WCW would have still been around, just cause all the platforms you had, they would probably just made it like a super smaller show, like TNA is, and, and all the personalities you had as well with WCW, yeah. like they would have been able to thrive if you know, especially all those egos, they yeah. really would have been able to really kind of thrive a little bit more, a little bit longer than they did, because you have like social media. Like, you got guys in AEW that people don't really know or care about. Like, and when I say that, I mean casual viewers. Like, just, you just say somebody just, like, check in on wrestling every now and again. They're not going to know who, like, an MJF is. Like, MJF is a star on Twitter, (laughs) on social media. One thing Cody said to Jericho, and, like, I think it was a promo. He was like, what did he say? I see you, like, whenever, like, in two weeks or something. And he was like, oh, by the way, don't forget the belt. <laughs> I'm like, all right, that's dope. Like, can you imagine something like that? In the, imagine the invasion angle. Like, I don't know, like when uh, uh, DX went to invade uh, WCW. That would have been Instagram live in it the whole time. <laughs> that would have been fire, yo. That would have been dope. Like, <laughs> Instagram live. <laughs> they would have been on live the whole time. Yo, it sure would have. It's like X Pop Triple H would have been on there. They would have. Yeah, and you don't need no filter on on, on Instagram. You don't. Pussies. You know the hardcore title would have been. Uh, it would have switched hands every day. We would have seen more action than we have from uh ironically from the twenty four seven title. We haven't seen as much, but I, I give I give them this much. Is you know you gotta have production. You gotta have you know shooting schedules. For skits yeah. you have on Instagram and, and and Twitter, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut them some slack on that. But man, uh, if social media was around during the Monday Night Wars, I think the Monday Night Wars probably would have lasted a little longer. Yeah, probably. Well, I don't know if it would, like the wars would have been lasted, but like I think WCW could have like still put it for. I mean, if the NWA could still be around. <laughs> And somehow, like TNA, is still, like yeah, they have a television deal now. So Are they on Access, TV? Access TV, uh, Tuesday nights they taking SmackDown spot. So like, <laughs> it's like every t- you know it's cr- you know it's crazy. Like SmackDown always <laughs> like like TNA will always take the spot. SmackDown will always <laughs> Like SmackDown used to be on Thursdays, and then, yeah. and then like TNA, like TNA was on Fridays, and then they went to Saturdays, and they're like nobody watching wrestling on Saturday. Saturday night, night right? So like, that's when it was on Smackdown, Spike. Too. Yeah, it was on Spike, but like 
from from my memory, my memory serves me correctly. Like SmackDown moved to Friday nights, and then like TNA moved to Thursday, <laughs> and then like they tried moving to Monday, and then they moved back. Yeah, they got demolished. <laughs> like, like like I remember when Hulk Hogan announced that all you guys have been asking for it, so we're gonna give the fans what they want, brother. TNA Impact Impact Wrestling, we're moving back to Thursday. <laughs> Like, dog, we ain't even nothing. You, y'all got your ass whooped. That's what happened. We ain't saying a single word. Like, I tell you, when they when they first moved to Monday night, I I have not seen, like, a TNA show since, really. I've seen, like, two TNA shows since. That was 10 only, years ago. Only reason I wanted to watch is to see if Jeff Hardy was going to be there. Just because he had just he got up. fired. And, uh, yeah, he, he showed up. So I was like, well, it's my favorite wrestler, so. And plus, AJ Styles has always been my, my other favorite wrestler. So I was like, oh, this gives me reasons to watch. But as you can see, neither one of them has been been there in a, in a minute. So I haven't even checked. I don't, I don't have them subscribed on YouTube anymore. I try to keep up with it just to see what's going on. But they lose <laughs> a lot of people. Like I mean, LAX is, is gone. LAX is gone. Not there no more. You know, John Morrison had left a few months ago. Um, I think Killer Cross is still there. They got Rich Rich Swan. <laughs> Rich Swan, TJP still there. I mean, they they got some guys. They just need some star power, man. So you just need that one person. But I mean, if I mean, you a star, if you a star, you going to WWE or you going to AEW? Yeah. Because at first. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Well, I don't think guys really even sign, like, exclusive deals with these companies. Like, I think they, like, it was always, like, a ring of honor, TNA, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling type thing. Like, you would see them vary through all those companies. Now, uh, I think it's just, you know, either AEW or WWE, which is crazy because AEW hasn't even had an official show on TV yet. And we were, like, really putting them up there, so. Man, but they they owned by a billionaire, so you know you know them blank checks is there. Sabu, Sabu is Remember? <laughs> fucking <laughs> fucking old ass. Well, you know old ass Sabu. They love ECW though. RVD Rhino and Tommy Dreamer all <laughs> TNA. <laughs> Tommy Dreamer is everywhere, bro. You, you never know you gonna catch him in WWE. He make an appearance. Hey, I, I wouldn't be shocked to see him like on a WWE show just randomly, like like when Rob Van Dam popped up on Raw. <laughs> like, yeah, and then he was on TNA the same week. And it, 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 it caught me off guard. That was like the one legitimate surprise from that show that I had was hearing right. RPD's music. I was like, ain't he in TNA? And then he actually came out. I was like, "What the hell?" Hold on, hold on, I'm, I'm TNA. For that. Hold on, TNA. Don't be trying to post videos of New Jack. Don't don't act like y'all is really yeah. messing with New Jack. Like I understand y'all, because that's my, that's my only thing I get upset about them with. It's like they post all these guys who used to be there. Like they have a video of CM Punk. CM Punk wasn't there for no time. And I'm looking at this thing of New Jack. I'm like, Newton for real? Like. New Jack, he, he wasn't there for, what, what, a week? Two weeks? Yeah, I don't know. Man, uh, it's, it's drawn, I'm drawing a blank right now. I want to say it was AJ Styles. But, like, 
I know like AJ Styles before like WrestleMania. Uh, I think it was AJ Styles. At, during WrestleMania, like as AJ Styles is coming out for his match with Randy Orton, uh-huh. like TNA posted like a highlight video of AJ Styles. Yeah, <laughs> after they did he dirty. At the same time though. Dirty. <laughs> Like, y'all trying to get that engagement. Y'all like, everybody talking about AJ Styles right now. Let's yeah. draw some traffic to our page. Like, I remember when they was with Global Force Wrestling, they would always post highlights of, like, uh, Bobby Roode and all that stuff. And, like, that one show they had in Las Vegas, like, they kept reposting this highlight reel for some reason. And I'm like, what's the point of posting this? And, like, shockingly, there's still TNA diehard fans, so they're, like, yeah, so they, they they were trying to like really convince me why it's okay for them to be posting the competition. So I'm like, oh, okay. I seen somebody earlier say that being an adult is like <clears> a TNA is <throat> ran. Like, you don't have the answers, but you just keep on trucking. <laughs> like, you just keep Pretty on much. Doing it. <laughs> Like, you just take it how it comes. Like, like the highs are high, the lows are low. <laughs> like, that's really how life is. For real, like... Right now, like I, I'll try to watch TNA. I wouldn't be able to tell you most of the the wrestlers on there no more. Like, all right, I I would I wouldn't be able to either if they didn't wrestle for WWE. Like, so yeah, besides, like, besides them, like TJP, uh, is Austin Aries still there? I don't even know. Um, I don't know. Austin Aries, Austin Aries still wrestling. I know Eddie Edwards and uh, that's it, Eddie Edwards. Like. I think uh I think John Morrison's wife is there. Uh Taya. Um, like 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 I'm looking at this now. Generation Me. For y'all who don't know who Generation Me is, that's the Young Bucks. They posted a, a full match of them in Team 3D a month ago. So they really trying to hey, we still here, yo. We still here. Hey, I don't blame them. I think I, I don't blame them for that either. It's like you know, these are a whole bunch of well-known guys. So you can see them, you know, in the early stages of their career, but you know, in a way you probably have never seen them before. When they was booed. not mad at it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know how I feel about the Young Bucks now. So I, I wasn't a fan of Young Bucks then, but uh, let's get into that. Our favorite tag teams. Man, uh, favorite tag. Who who your favorite tag teams, man? Bro, uh. I ain't gonna lie, it's a tie. Besides the heart, he's like, who, who's your favorite? <sighs> Dang it. Well, it, it, besides then, um, I'm gonna say the Young Bucks, yo. That's that's probably my favorite tag team. Uh, I would say for mine, uh, I was a big Hardy fan. Like, I would try to jump off of shit. Yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> like, like in a, in a Hardy's like the Swanton bomb. I'm telling you, when I when I first learned how to do a front flip, I was doing it all the time. So like in my apartments, we used to stay in. Uh, during the winter time, it was in, you know, big ass snowfalls. The plows would come through and they push the snow into a big ass pile. Uh-huh. So they had like a whole bunch of piles of snow all through the complex. And like me and my friends used to wrestle on these piles of snow because like the snow was like hard. Oh yeah. So like we could stand on it and climb it, and then like it was soft enough to like take a bump on it without hurting ourselves and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like we used to do like 
one of my friends, he he was a small kid, hit a swanton ball oh, yeah. from a from the top of the <laughs> snow to the bottom of the snow. And that shit was just so fun. And like I would just do, you know, we'd jump off and we hit a bunch of moves, we slam each other, pedigree each other and shit. Bro, um, that's none of us died. <laughs> or none of us got seriously hurt. That's how we, we we used to do all the moves into the pool. In summertime, our move was playing basketball and going to the swimming pool. And when we went to the swimming pool, we used to have to wait till the office closed because they used to be on some BS about you can only have two guests, but it was like six, seven of us. So once the office closed, it's fair game. So right. we'll take, you know, those little chairs people lay in the tan? Yeah. We'll take those and stack them on top of each other and like right by the pool. And we would like go up there, and, and I was fortunate enough. I knew, like, I studied the swung Tom Bump. Like, when he jump up face first, then you flip. You know what I'm saying? I used to do that crazy. I tore up my back a lot, but it was fun. I think uh, probably one of my personal favorites. Um, I don't know if it's just recency bias or what, but man, the new day, man. Okay. I think just black tag team that's that's great that are that are legendary or surefire Hall of Famers. Um I enjoy it, bro. Uh-huh. I, I like seeing like black people prosper, man. Like people that look like me in wrestling, where there's not really a whole bunch of people nah, that nah, look exactly. like me. So like it's it's kind of dope to see. I think like people talk a lot about representation how it's important, but you don't really pay it no mind. At least like me, I never really paid it no mind. So like, I thought about it. When Kofi Kingston won the WWE title this year, like it felt good. I was like, dog, I've been watching this shit. I've been watching this shit for 20 years. Like, Just watching Kofi for as long as we've been. Yeah, even, even that, but like just watching 20 years. And I'm like the only, only other black person I've seen hold this title is The Rock. Yeah, and and I think like The Rock is just in a whole another league of his own. Also, with the fact that he kind of identifies more with his, his Samoan side as well. Yeah, so I never really felt as I got older. I never felt in tune with The Rock as like a, a black guy, like a black. Almost like how some people feel about Obama being a president. Yeah, but like the I mean, you you had like Booker T and Mark yeah, Henry, Mark Henry world title, but like one that title don't exist no more. Yeah. To that title, like like we touched on earlier. Which which is crazy. Was held by guys like the great Kali. So it wasn't like, you know. That title was beautiful. I love that. We need to bring that big gold belt back. Yeah. But I think like as of right now, um back in the day, I I really enjoyed like I I don't know what it was. I kind of <laughs> like the APA. Like, there's being back, like, drinking. And then, like, it was always go time. They came out there ready for the smoke. Like, yeah. they were always kicking ass. Um, I, I, I can't forget Edge and Christian. Edge and Christian. Edge and Christian, probably the best tag team ever. Like, I think if we just be a little bit subjective. Um, excuse me. As a tag team? Um, <clears throat> or just, like, individual-wise and all that? Both. I think like one Edge got Edge got what thirty one championships. Christian has no shortage of championships in his maybe career. maybe individually like Edge he's as a tag a team too. I don't know as a tag team best of all time. 
I mean, that's probably easy to say, like the Dudleys. I mean, we can say we can say top five, top three, top two, and ain't not two. I don't know. I think they fire though. I love Edge and Christian back uh, back in the day, man. Um, who who's who you think is like some I of the worst? Edge, like, Edge and Christian really never had it. A a a. A run again after that. When you think about it, like they never really got to be a tag team. Like they haven't ever. Like after it, yeah. Dang. I mean, we got to see the Hardys tag team. Even though they brothers, we seen the Douglas. Uh, I don't even think Edge even the had even like the APA. Yeah, no, they didn't have no one offs. I mean, you hear an Edge, you think about getting back in the ring now. But uh, I don't want to see it, man. If he if he can't take no bumps, I don't want to see it, yo. I don't think Christian uh can take no bumps either. Yeah, if they can't take no bumps, man. Stay at home. So like, I'm a I'm about to I'm about to check actually. The worst the worst tag teams. Let's see. Oh, let me let me check because I, I can't. Yeah, because the, the reason why they they're the worst for a reason. I just can't think of it off the actually. Top Edge and Christian did have a a a couple matches on television uh in 2011. Just uh, about a month or two before Edge retired, they had. Oh, uh, so sure did. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They teamed up on SmackDown to take on Alberto Del Rio and Brodus Clay <laughs> in March 2011, and uh, and they had a rematch like later that month uh, on Raw, and that was the last time they teamed together. Deuce and Domino. <laughs> I thought about Deuce and Domino. <laughs> I was like, I was going to be like, that's 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 what inspired me to to like ask you like who the worst tag teams because like Deuce and Domino came to mind. Remember, uh, remember the Basham brothers? I hated the Basham brothers so much, dude. Because you know what really bothered me? How like they would be like, uh, oh, they did a switch route. They switched, yeah. but like they, they didn't really look, don't like, look like that much. Yeah, they didn't look like at all. <laughs> like, like, not like whatsoever. Come on. So, like, yeah. are you just stupid, ref? Like, the wrestle's dumb as hell. <laughs> uh, it just dumb as hell. And I had I had to double check as well, um, because I I figured like around like late two thousand four, maybe early oh five, Edge and Christian had to have teamed up at some point because they were both heels on Raw, uh-huh. and uh, they had a few matches uh, on Raw. Uh, as a tag team in 2005. Okay. Uh, yeah. And also, Sant- like, late... Santino, Santino Morella and uh, Vladimir Kozlov. I forgot all about that. Um, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm just looking at tag teams that I'm just like, yeah, nah. John Cena. Hey, oh, yeah. uh, Rick Cena. Flair and Roddy Piper. Oh, Animal and Heinrich. Oh, man. <laughs> Whatever happened to Heidenreich, man? Oh my God! I, what was this thing? So remember, remember, he was abusing Michael Cole. Yeah, I was just, I remember like, he was, like they raped Michael Cole in like the closet back in the arena. <laughs> like I don't think like I think that's like one image of Michael Cole that like he'll probably like never live down. I really used to fear for Michael Cole because I thought it was real. So I was like, dang. I just thought the shit was awkward, man. <laughs> like. Yeah, he just a grown man in his face. Uh, we had to if we had to name one now. The Rockers, like Rockers, y'all need to stop wrestling. 
You're not the Rockers. Uh, mid- Midnight Express. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, if we'd have to tell, like, right now, y'all need to stop wrestling, please. But, like, what do y'all, like, really heard something? Jesse hey. and Festus. Hey, don't the nasty boys still wrestle, too? <laughs> yeah. Hey, shit y'all old asses down, Sit bro. down, man. Hey, Jesse, I, I, I kind of enjoy Jesse and Festus. I hate I ain't gonna lie. that stupid look that. Hey, he was on drugs, man. But he bounced back, though. He bounced back. And I look at him. Right back, so. That You remember that little period right of time, like, earlier this decade, where they would just, like, had these random tag teams, and then they would give them a name? It was like a mix of their names, <laughs> like right back. So, like, uh, you remember, like, Y2AJ? <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, y'all could have come up with nothing, like, nothing creative whatsoever. Why th- them shirts was crazy, too. The shirts was so bad. But it was like, shit, it probably sell, and it sure as hell did. Do you remember the Highlanders? Yeah. They look like the War Raiders. Wait, is it? Is one of them? It looked like one of them is though. Oh no, I think by now. It's not. I don't think the Highlanders are Scottish, were they? I don't think so. I feel like one of them was like Canadian or something. <laughs> Somebody's always Canadian. Like like I found out Roddy Piper was Canadian when I was like 15. I was like, this motherfucker wasn't Scottish. <laughs> they got the new day best. Oh, they were Scottish. Okay, never mind. I must be thinking of somebody else. Remember Air Boom? Air Boom was fire. Air Boom. Air Boom was fucking fire. Uh, I'm just looking down tag. You remember one of those Highlanders uh, when they was in WWE? <laughs> and like one of them showed up at a TNA show, <laughs> like ringside. What? Oh. No, I think they got fired shortly after that. They probably, that was probably in it. They pushed. The new rockers, the new rockers, yeah, Marty Janetti and some dude. We we had we had some terrible tag teams. I think like like the fact that <coughs> excuse me, uh, the fact that Deuce and Domino were tag champs was kind of bad. Yeah, the fact that uh, the Basham brothers were champs was 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 pretty bad. Remember Pac-Man Jones and Art Street? Yeah, Art- <laughs> <laughs> that, that shit was hella random because, like, Pac-Man was still under NFL contract, and so he couldn't actually take any bumps at all. Like, he could not get physical whatsoever. I remember that. I was like, why is he not? So, like, he would get tagged into the match, and then, like, he was just standing there and taunt like he was about to, like, actually fight. And he would just tag our truth back in immediately. <laughs> and so they just had like consequences creed be our truth's partner. It is like consequences creed. Later known as Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods. Yes, sir. Now we had another question. Stone Cold. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh had a had an interview, I think it was on his podcast. He said uh he's feeling good. He said he feels like he, you know, if he were to get into a ring, he could he can do it without getting hurt. Uh so my question, since uh Stone Cold uh had a theory, you could have one more match, who would you want to see 
him face off. If he he had the opportunity, if he was able to get cleared by all the doctors, all the WWE doctors, just get cleared by everybody. Who would you want to see him face off against? Uh, Two. No restrictions. No restrictions at all. Uh, so, be any company, anybody. Oh, any company. Uh, well, honestly, I I really don't care if he was to wrestle with like so many other people in any company, because he's just his style wouldn't like really match with the guys who I would want to see him with. But honestly, Cena Punk, AJ Styles, Cesaro. <laughs> Uh, so somebody that 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 would that would give him a good match. You know what I mean? Uh, John that, Cena. John Cena. That's my answer. You have you have the two biggest stars who of the decades of of you have the biggest star of the '90s. You have the biggest star of the 2000s. Come on, man. Why not? Exactly. And I have both of them face off against each other. Facts. I would want to see him come to like wrestle nobody like The Undertaker or like Goldberg. No, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> like I would want to see that. Here's the best thing about like Steve Austin. He don't seem like the type of guy that if WWE was just like, hey, two million dollars to go to Saudi Arabia. He don't seem like the type of guy to take that money because I think like his legacy is more important. Yeah to him, especially the fact that he hasn't had an actual match since, like an actual real match since 2003. And he hasn't been healthy. So, like, if he gets that one opportunity, he's not going to waste it. Yeah, not going to waste it. He ain't going to just throw it away. You know, like Shawn Michaels. I was disappointed. Man, and he don't have his hair. It's kind of weird seeing him wrestle without hair. I like how like the <laughs> like two weeks before that match he was getting physical. <laughs> His hat stayed on the whole time. <laughs> this is super cool to them, huh? It's like y'all ain't about to see me ball in this bitch, man. For real. Nah, Stone Cold and John Cena. Yes, that was Stone, Stone Cold and John Cena. We need that in uh, in our lives, man. Uh man, what else we got here? Uh we got new commentary teams for Raw and SmackDown. Uh, on SmackDown. Yes, sir. Uh, SmackDown's practically the what was been the Raw announced team for about the last year or so. Uh, Corey, Corey Graves, Michael Cole, and uh, Renee Young as a special contributor will now be the commentary team on SmackDown. On Raw, uh, we have Vic Joseph from 205 Live, uh, D.L. Madden. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty random. A lot of people don't know who D.L. Madden is. Uh, no uh, D.L. Madden. Uh, Brandon Williams uh, used to play for North Carolina, former offensive tackle. Uh, now he's been in WWE. He's trained by Booker T uh, and Booker T's promotion in Houston. Uh, he got drafted by the Houston Texans. Actually, no, he did not get drafted by the Houston Texans. Um, from what I remember, he was an undrafted free agent by the Houston Texans. Um, okay. A few years ago. Um Ended up training, you know, training in wrestling uh, and found his new lane. And now he's a color commentator on Monday Night Raw. Uh, I seen him on 205 Live a few weeks ago. Uh, he wasn't bad. So uh, he should okay. do a pretty good job. Uh, and, We're going to uh, see. I mean, that, that's a big step. You know I mean? That's a, that's a huge step. It is a huge step. You know what uh, I mean? Anyway. I, 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 hope they, I hope they write with this one. 
and uh and they also say Jerry Lawler is a an additional analyst uh excuse me analyst for Monday Night Raw. Uh, apparently his assignment is temporary until they find a full time replacement. Okay, I can see that he probably just wants you. I don't think a lot of people really care to hear Jerry Lawler on commentary nowadays either. <sighs> no. Like it's it's weird hearing it without Jr. Like honestly, I'm not gonna lie. And, and Jr. Too. Let's let's take off the nostalgic cap and let's focus in on like 2019. Like Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler aren't good at doing commentary yeah. in 2019. Uh, take off the nostalgic cap. I don't care how good they were in 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 the 90s and the 2000s. Right now, they're not good. And like I don't really want to hear either one of them. Um, that's just my opinion, but it's still it's still love for Jim Ross and Jr. Just from my of childhood. course. But in my adulthood, I don't want to hear you, bro. I'm sorry. And now we have uh, new looks to the shows. You know, SmackDown going to Fox uh, Raw, uh, gearing up for their season premiere, quote unquote, on Monday. So we got we got new uh, new stages uh, for pay per views. Um, unique stages coming back, you know. Really, for the for, years, they for the pay per views stage. Let's go. Let's uh, go. Apparently, Pyro is going to be back on the weekly shows as well. So it's it's going it's going to be like a a familiar feeling, but also a new feeling at the same time. Uh, I'm just happy to see the unique stages for pay per views. It kind of sucked with like. The Royal yeah. Rumble and WrestleMania being the only pay-per-views to get like yeah. new stages while exactly. like everything else looks like the raw stage. Right. Like what, what was your favorite like old pay-per-view stage uh or just whole set design just in the past? Like what was your favorite that you just like just came to mind just off the top of your head? Well, it's not a pay-per-view. I just think the classic fist for SmackDown. That's something I just grew up with. Uh yeah, I miss the fist, man. Like this is before we had WWE Network, so I really didn't get to watch too many pay per views. Uh, what else? For some reason, WrestleMania twenty three, I want to say, that stage always come to mind. Uh, I don't know. Like like pay per view wise, like I said, I didn't really get to watch too many pay per views. So, I think my my favorite pay per view set. In WWE was like Armageddon 2002. We had like Raw. It was like one side it said Raw had the Raw logo. Yeah. The other side of the stage had SmackDown, and you had like the whole show. It was like fire, like coming out from the stage. And shit was sick. Uh, I remember like the old Backlash pay per views, and they had the little oh yeah that big hook thing. swinging in the back, yeah. like the little hook swinging. Like that shit was hard. Um. I like the SummerSlam. The uh, what year was that? Randy Orton won. Oh five. Oh four. Oh four. Yeah, he, he found the World Heavyweight Title that had been missing for five months. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty dope. Like, man, and, and it never made sense to me how like SummerSlams, SummerSlam set the last few years like. Takeover, SummerSlam, Raw, and SmackDown all had the same set. I was like, man, it's SmackDown. It's your second biggest show of the year. You got to, like, come with it. But I, I feel it just for uh, logistical purposes, man. Um, you know, kind of is – why have so much more labor, unnecessary labor, to, like, have a different set 
and to have somebody else changing the set as well. We could just use the same stage. So like Yeah, but like at, at a point it gets kind of old. Like remember when they had the same stage for like everything from like 2008 to probably like 2014? Yeah. Like that that that's what I was like, yo, come on now. Man, like well, at, at least move a monitor somewhere, like, <laughs> like God, like we 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 catching the same stuff, man. But I, I'm I'm just looking forward to to smoky arenas again. Like <laughs> that was one of my favorite things about uh about the the late '90s and like the early 2000s. You have just like the 20 second pyro at the beginning of the show, and then you just can't see nobody. Just smoke all in the arena for real. Being there live is something different too. Cause it is, I don't know. I used oh, to that, hate that WrestleMania hate. stage was fire too with the roller coaster. Oh yeah, that shit was dope. What was, was that like a couple years back? What was that like 2017? 2017, yeah, yeah. That shit was hard. Uh and I like this year WrestleMania didn't have a stage, like it didn't have a set, it just had a big ass like IMAX screen. Yeah, yeah. Which was kind of cool, but like, I don't know, bro. I don't know. It's WrestleMania. You got to go all out, bro. But it's just so much you can do now with technology. <laughs> like yeah. technology is so crazy now. So like, this game was a big TV. Yeah, big <laughs> TV. You can do all the graphics on there that you need, which is dope. But like, man, I just like unique stages. Like that shit would just be. Yeah, I, I I just I just like the you. That's why I'm like I'm praying to God. I hope this AEW stage is not staying. Like With the, the the two the two interesting. No, yeah, bro, no. Like like get throw throw that away. Like trust me. Like I'm one of the people who like I, I really you know hope AEW has some success. But that stage gotta go. I love the All In stage. Like I thought that All In stage was fire. I thought it was super dope. So I'm like, you know, maybe something like that, but that that AEW stage, yeah, we, we, we something else. We need something else. Man, uh, what else we got in the news here? Uh, I just want to touch on something. I think uh, all elite wrestling badly, <laughs> badly needs a social media team. We gotta be gentle on this. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be gentle. But uh, they need a social media team, man. Like, too many, just way too often uh, over this past year have just AEW stars just kind of put their foots in their mouths via social media. Uh, probably the most glaring instance of this. Um, touchy subject, but we're going we gonna to touch on it. Uh. Um, uh, Nala Rose... Uh, Nyla Rose is uh, going for the uh, AEW Women's Championship uh, this upcoming Wednesday on the first episode of AEW Dynamite. Uh, Nyla Rose, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, is a transgender woman. And so with that, you're a transgender woman, you work in an industry that has a lot of toxic fans. You're gonna get a lot of. Uh, we, we heard some of that at Double or Nothing. Yeah, we, you you're gonna get a lot of a lot of bullshit thrown your way if you're Nala Rose, unfortunately. And so uh, Nala Rose innocently commenting on something I don't remember uh, was replied to uh, by a user on Twitter with the GIF from the State Farm commercial. Well, she's a guy. 
And Nyla Rose responds back, Oh, you want attention, hun? What's wrong, baby? Mommy not hug you enough? Did daddy mouth touch you in the no-no place? Uh... So, like, I understand that somebody making, like, a transphobic comment at you, you, you have every right to respond back. But don't respond to transphobia with the child molestation joke. Yeah. Just let's not do that. And I think if you had a social media department, probably could have trained, you know, trained your workers to to know how to use social media. Uh, bro. Uh, they, these are grown people. They they need to know. Like you we're we're grown. Like me and you. If you we've never a, been trained in nothing on social media. But we but know, you know not, not to exactly. So as an adult, I don't care who you are. I don't care anybody in this world. Like social media is like a part of someone's everyday life, whether they're on it or not. You know about it. You know certain stuff to say and what not to say. So, and I think also if they had a, a social media team, uh, that tweet probably wouldn't have been up for like ten hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. That tweet was up for the fucking grip. Uh, <laughs> Before it was deleted, like it should get deleted to like twelve hours later. Uh, man, just let's, let's get a social media or a PR team or something uh, in that company. Hi, hey, 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 we're available. Hey, we are available. Uh, yeah, you know. <clears throat> Cody. Yeah, just throwing that Tony out. Tony Khan. <laughs> hey, you know you need me to. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got you. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> we got you. We got you. Hey, man. So, uh, you know, before we get out here, man, I just want to uh, run down a few things. Uh, we're going to do some previews for uh, for the first episode of AEW Dynamite. Hey. Uh, you know, we already did. What do you think preview. about that name? What do you think about that name, Dynamite? Uh, hold on one second, man. Uh, we already did our preview for NXT, so we're going to talk about that. But, but AEW, we're going to run that down. Uh, the Dynamite name. Uh, it's gonna have to grow on me, bro. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't really care for it right now. It's just gonna have to grow on me. Uh, but I think eventually when it do grow on me, I'll end up liking it. So, okay. <laughs> uh, well, we got on the lineup here. You know, we got a we got a stack show. Uh, for the first episode of Dynamite, you know, in the same way we have a stack show for the first episode of NXT. It's two hours long. Um, we got Cody Rose and Sammy Guevara. Uh, I got I got Sammy winning. Yeah, um, I think it's just kind of a, a matter of time. Uh, Cody was Cody like three and one, so like he he's been winning a lot. Shoot, uh, hold on, bro. I'm gonna call. Let's not win. Mike. Malik get all the calls every time we record. <laughs> and, uh, we'll be back. And we back, man. Uh, it is like the second episode in the road, and Malik got a business call in the middle. <laughs> in the middle of recording, man. Yo, shout out to Vegas Sports Daily, yo. We going yes, sir. So surely, soon, soon, but surely, uh, we 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 gonna be on Vegas Sports Daily. You know, we we got some some business ventures coming with them. 
man, it's uh can't wait for that, man. But let's get back into it. Uh, we was running down the uh the first episode of AEW Dynamite's card. Uh, we said Cody Rose and Sammy Guevara. Uh, I think we both got Sammy winning, correct? Yeah, I mean, he he's something like he's fresh. You know, he's something new. He's a great wrestler. I got Sammy. And if you never seen Sammy Guevara wrestle before, man, I suggest going checking out some matches of his. Uh, God, man. And if that's you like, what, if you like 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 high flying like cruiserweight lucha style like Sammy Guevara as you got. I think that's why I like AEW so much. That's why I'm expecting like, so much high fly wrestling. But like WWE's coming back with that aspect, so I'm like, yes, let's do it. But I don't I don't see Cody as a guy of like really being selfish. I think that's one thing we went wrong with like TNA with Jeff Jarrett. He was the champion all the time, and so. I think I think Cody. I mean, I feel like he will be AEW champion eventually, but I feel like it'd be like like a hillish role. So we'll see. And uh, also on this card, uh, the AEW Women's Championship will be crowned. Nyla Rose will take on Rio. Uh, I don't know anymore. <laughs> I did have Nyla Rose. She's in her hometown, but who knows? Uh, I I still got Nyla Rose one. Uh, it's in her hometown. Yeah. Obvious choice. Uh, three Twitter withstanding. Like, I don't think that's enough for them to just be like, nah, fam. I, I hope not. Like, the, the the mainstream press you'll get from her winning is it's the best publicity you could probably get uh, nowadays. You know, they're going to have and, a lot of jokes, though. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's it gonna come to territory. Is. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. It don't matter. Uh, <sighs> it don't matter. But uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, the Elite, will be taking on Chris Jericho and two mystery partners. Um, you got any idea who those mystery partners may be? Uh, I hope it ain't the guys we didn't know um, in the Dark Order. Yeah, I hope it ain't them. Um, I honestly don't know. Like, I don't know any, like, heel tag team. Unless it's SCU. But, uh, um, I, I, I don't know. be a little anticlimactic. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see them being it. Like, I feel like it would have to be, like, a for real surprise tag team. Nobody knew that was signing with AEW. And I, I, I've heard the Revival uh, aren't – have not signed a new contract yet even though they have, like, four title reigns this year. Uh, and they're currently the tag team champions. Yeah, that would be, <laughs> that would be crazy. That would be a way to start off a war. Uh, <laughs> that would be odd. But, uh... Once I mean, they pull it Jeff Jarrett, either you pay me! Maybe. <laughs> but, like, I, I, I called, like, LAX uh, months ago. When it, when it first was announced, since are, I haven't really are, let up off of that. Are they a heel tag team though? I would say so, uh, just judging by the appearance at a at a was the last pay per view all out. Oh okay. So, I mean, it wouldn't shock me. Um, yeah, that was probably best choice. I think because <laughs> what other surprises you can you really have that are like legitimate at this point? That's what I'm saying. Like I don't I don't I really don't know. Aside from like CM Punk. But that's and not happening. You don't want to 
you don't want to like blow your load with surprises either. Yeah. So, um, you know, just play it safe. And so, uh, I don't know who's gonna win, but let's hope it be a good match. It is definitely gonna be a good match. That's for sure. Um, this was announced a few days ago. Uh, it was initially supposed to take place at Double or Nothing, but it's taking place on the first episode of Dynamite. Uh, Adam Hangman Page will be taking on the Bastard Pack. Really? So is he like officially signed with AEW now? I believe so. I don't know what the issue was and uh, yeah. before, but uh, it's it's kind of good that he, he's back, and uh, you know. It, you know, he's familiar with a lot of audiences as well from his time at WWE. So, yeah. I think it's going to be a really good match. Uh, Hangman, Hangman Page needs a win, uh, especially, <laughs> especially on the first episode. <laughs> Bro, just your face when you said that. Like, like, it's almost like you're tired of Hangman Page. Like, <laughs> like I feel like he, he's, he hasn't been given much opportunity, really. Like he won the Battle Royal um, at Double or Nothing. You know, he faced Jericho for the title. The match with Jericho wasn't really that good. It just seemed uh, like he shouldn't have been there. Um, so they need to build him up. And so building him up against Pat just to start off with is, is a good way to go. Yeah. Uh, and also uh, announced uh, MJF will be taking on Brandon Cutler. Uh, we got to see MJF get off to a good start. Yeah. I really want to see. I think he's like one of those stars in the making. So that sounds like a solid card. Not too bad for your first show. And uh, do we see? Do we see John Moxley on this show? Uh, at least an appearance, I would say. I don't know whether he wrestle or not. Yeah, at least an appearance. Got to show up, man. Got to. If they allow, if they're allowing him to travel now, because I know that's why he wasn't at All Out because he wasn't allowed to travel. Uh, that was you know a month ago. Hang over his elbow. What's that? Over his elbow? Yeah, staph infection in his elbow. Same same oh. elbow. He had staph infection in like two years ago. He okay. almost died from so uh right. knock on wood, John Moxley. Uh bars. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's, it's gonna be a good show, man. Um I had a question. Yes, sir. And, uh I think I lost oh, I say <laughs> no, uh, I lost my train of thought. I'm getting it back. Uh, give me one hot take for these Wednesday night wars coming up. It's like anything what you, you do. What's the best thing about it? What, what's something that you predict that'll happen within the next, I'll give it six months. It's six months between now and WrestleMania season. So, <sighs> Give me like uh, a wild prediction that'll happen. A wild prediction. Um, I don't know. Like I, I, I can't say who will be champion, who will not be champion, who will be together. All I can say is I feel like in this next six months, you're going to see some of the best matches you've seen in like the past five years with these two shows. Honestly, I feel like. Because they're going head to head, they're all going to put on their best work. So, to me, the uh, NXT was like out of all of 
SmackDown, Raw, New Japan Wrestling, Impact, all that. I feel like NXT has been, to me, for wrestling fans, that flagship show to go to. And now that we have AEW, and I feel like a lot of the uh, top independent wrestlers we want to see that, you know, might not go to WWE, is going to go to go over there. You're going to see some of the best wrestling you've ever seen. Uh, my prediction at uh, some point within the next six months, Triple H will be wrestling on NXT television and will be putting somebody over. Who? I don't know. I don't know who, but it's definitely going to happen at some point within the next six months. I would say Matt Riddle because you know how Matt Riddle has been with authority in the past. Dana White. I could see Matt Riddle. You know how, how the way he disrespected Goldberg. Did he say something about Chris Jericho too? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Who, I don't know who said. You know, Chris Jericho like to interject himself in a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know who said what about who first. I just know that was a little back and forth between those two as well. Perfect role, fans love him. Yeah, that. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Triple H putting somebody over on NXT television. Live on USA Network, Wednesday nights, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. The Wednesday Night Wars. Wednesday Night Wars. I got another call. <laughs> it's perfect timing. So we're going to get up out of here, man. Malik got another business call, you know, the line booming. Hello. You know, I'm here. My guy on the phone. What up, brother? In the middle of us recording. I'm going to get out of here, just, man. Uh, I'm going to get out of here, man, uh, from, from Malik. I'm TC, YK Wrestling. Make sure you follow us everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube at Young King Sports. Look up Young Kings Wrestling on Spotify, on Anchor, Google Playcast, uh, Google Podcast, excuse me, and uh, everywhere else, man. Y'all take care. Enjoy. <laughs>